0: Let us worship God. from the Gospel of Matthew, the 21st chapter, beginning with the 23rd verse. In preparation to hear these words, let us pray. Holy One, we give you thanks for these ancient words and for the lives of those who have carried them down throughout the ages. We ask that you would open our hearts and minds this morning that your word might fall afresh upon us this day. Amen. When Jesus entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? Jesus said to them, I will also ask you one question. If you tell me the answer, then I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. Did the baptism of John come from heaven, or was it of human origin? And they argued with one another. If we say from heaven, he will say to us, Why then did you not believe him? But if we say of human origin, we are afraid of the crowd, for all regard John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We do not know. And he said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Thanks be to
1: God.
2: been wandering round this world long enough to know some things. Everybody's story is different and they have a song to sing. Maybe I don't like their style or how it's put on me. But I still choose to love them and let them be. Because supposed to be, that's the love that Jesus shows to you, and that's just what Jesus wants us all to do, you see, back when Jesus walked this earth and lived as a mortal man, he made friends with some savory folk and people didn't understand he looked his critics in the eye and said you know God loves them all, and if you can't accept them you will surely fall because that's the love that Jesus showed to me he showed the differences were how it's supposed to be. That's the love that Jesus shows to you, and that's just what Jesus wants us all to do. That's the love that Jesus showed to me. He showed where how it's supposed to be. That's the love that Jesus shows to you, and that's just what Jesus wants us all to do.
3: Second reading for today. What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard today. He answered, I will not, but later he changed his mind and he went. The father went to the second son and said the same. He answered, I go, sir, but he did not go. Which one of the two did the will of the father? They said the first. Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the realm of God ahead of you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even after you saw it, you did not change your minds and believe him. The word of God. I, I'm having a bit of nostalgia right now because uh, that song. <laughs> It just sounds like gospel, and so it, it reminds me of the first church that I grew up in, the first church that I attended from a very, very small child. It was a Pentecostal church, and so, uh, yeah, this sounded like it. And I remember some of the phrasing, some of the things that people say. There's all, all churches have church speak, right? And so one of them that I remember was, don't block your blessings. Now, a lot of people in the Bay Area don't really get down with that. In part, you know, it's got this whole feel of, you know, blessings. Blessings come from God, the health, wealth, gospel, and all of that. And yet, and yet, is there some truth to this saying? Don't block your blessing. Indeed, we can and we do sometimes get in our own way. That I think really is the crux of the scripture for today. It's a very very interesting story. I really like the first part because <laughs> it just seems like something out of film. I mean, you got you got these this religious organization they clearly don't like Jesus. Different theology. Well, the story goes, they confront Jesus with a question about authority. We don't argue about that as Presbyterians, do we? <laughs> Some things don't change. So Jesus, instead of answering the question directly, and says, like, well, I tell you what, I'm going to ask you a question, and if you answer this, I'll give you an answer. Well then, apparently, <laughs> they call a timeout. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. All right, let's go talk with each other. Okay, what do you, what do you, what do you think? What should we say? No, don't say that, that's stupid. No, 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 how about this? Okay, all right, good, good. Okay, ready, break. And Then come back. We don't know. It's <laughs> brilliant. There's this thing that happens sometimes when you find yourself disagreeing with people. Uh, Sometimes you find out that as you're arguing, the person that you're arguing with may not be arguing in good faith. Do they really want to know the answer? Are they they really trying to figure something out? Are they even trying to figure out where we disagree or... Is it more of kind of a game? You know, they just want to get that gotcha. You know, like, oh, I won this argument. Aha, you don't have an answer for that, do you? And it seems to me that this is what Jesus expected. This isn't a good faith argument. So instead of answering your question directly, I'm going to help illustrate (laughs) how silly this is. But, but, I think the second part, the second reading, is the one that I really want to dive into. That's the one where I think, if anything gives us something that we can use today, that is going to be it. And it's in that, it's in that last line. Well, leading up to it, Jesus is saying that, hey, listen, uh, John the Baptist, everyone likes John the Baptist, right? Cool. Which is common for people, you know, who love people and are understanding and serve people, they tend to be liked. But he pointed out you, religious people, you did not like John the Baptist. You did not get on board. You argued with him the same way you argued with me. Who did receive John the Baptist? the unsavory characters, (laughs) the tax collectors, the sinners. And let me tell you, I can relate to that. Can I relate to being like super religious and serving people all the time? Nope, that's not what I mean. I mean that you can, when you walk into a room, you walk into a new space, maybe you move somewhere, you know, you have this understanding of stereotypes. And you understand that you know a stereotype can follow you. It may not be accurate, but it follows you. And sometimes in certain spaces, you gotta do all this work to try to break through these stereotypes just so that people can get to know you. Now I say this as a Florida man. Lots of stereotypes about Florida man, right? You could read the Twitter handle, or X, or whatever it's called now. You can all kinds of pages dedicated to, and a Florida man did this, and he threw an alligator at the police officer, right? Now, here's the thing. Uh, living in Florida as long as I have lived, I know that there is some truth to the stereotype. <laughs> and certain places I go, I also know I carry that with me. And so I got to do all this work. <laughs> You know, like, whoa, 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 I think you got me all wrong. Is it unfair? Sure. But we do it. We do it. We do it. Why? Because it's a shortcut. It's a shortcut. Let's be honest. The world that we live in can and sometimes is very, very dangerous. And so to protect us from that danger, we use shorthand. We use shortcuts. We use stereotypes. Now, someone like John the Baptist or someone like Jesus comes onto the scene, they don't agree with the popular theology of the day. All this orthodoxy, you know, wait a minute, I got a problem with this, I got a problem with that, so they don't really fit completely in. However, they're committed. They're committed to loving people, they're committed to spending time with people, they're committed to figuring out who are the least and the lost and how can I help them. And somehow that's a problem. Why is that a problem? I think in part because people have a certain idea. Now, I used to be Presbyterian for 20 plus years. Now I'm with Disciples of Christ. I only mention that because there's a man that you've heard of, Jim Jones, was ordained Disciples of Christ. A lot of people don't know that. You can imagine we don't really advertise that very much. <laughs> Quick refresher, Jim Jones, drink the Kool-Aid, lots of people died, right? We remember that. So obviously we know that there, there are some people who, oh yeah, they'll talk a big game and they'll show up and you know they'll, they'll, they'll use all the big religious words and, and they will do good things and sometimes they'll go off the rails. So it makes sense. Yeah, you just don't believe anyone that just walks through the door. But what's your litmus test? How do you figure out who's legit? Well, Jesus suggests, you know, things like love and patience and kindness and serving people over orthodoxy. Wherever those places don't match, the default is I'm going, I'm going with the love and the service. I love that. I went to five years ago now. I had this wonderful opportunity to travel to Israel. And I went with my school. We were there for two weeks. It's fantastic. I wasn't done traveling. So I did not. I, I booked my return ticket another month and a half out. So I was traveling for two months, and I was just bopping all around. And so I remember I go to uh, visit a friend in, in Beirut, Lebanon, and I'm hanging out, and I'm having a good time, and she's showing me around, and introducing me to her friends, and wonderful. Well, I end up meeting someone, and we decide, you know let's go get some coffee. And we meet, you know, we meet on one of these apps, and we go, and we sit down, and I'm just like, this is this is wild. I am in Beirut, Lebanon, and I'm sitting down with a stranger, essentially, having coffee and, and breaking bread. And meanwhile, I mean, she is in full hijab. And I'm just like, how about this? <laughs> how in the world do we even get here? Well, part of the reason why I bring that up is because... Um, There was a lot of fear before this trip. Not mine. There was a lot of fear from other people. I would tell them, hey, here are some of the places I'm going to go. And they would say, ooh, I don't know, man. I wouldn't go there. Oh, hey, be careful. Understandable. Obviously, I did not let that prevent me. And I'm so glad. I'm so glad that I didn't. Yesterday I'm in my apartment and I'm in the middle of of a rehearsal with a a violin player and my phone rings. And it's my friend from Lebanon. I tell her, look, I'm gonna gonna call you back. So I call her back later. We hadn't spoken for a while, and we're catching up, and we're talking about stuff in the news, and everything that's going on with Israel and Hamas and it's all of the things. And then she asked if I'd sing her a song. So I did. Then she says, wait a minute. I have a friend who's in New York City right now. I'm going to call her. I'm going to get her to jump in on this call. Would you sing for her as well? Okay, great. Forty minutes later, you know, like we're, we're, we're just figuring out all these American songs that we know, and we're singing along, and it's just it's so great, and it's so enriching, and I couldn't help but think, I could have passed up on this relationship if I did not find a way to move past the stereotypes. If I didn't give myself a chance to say, okay, I know this, maybe even I expect this, but I am willing to be wrong. I'll change my mind in a heartbeat. So today I am going to uh, I'm going to close as I normally do with a song. Tom's going to help me. Thank goodness. <laughs> because my guitar's not working. I won't bore you with all of that. But this song captures for me this whole just this whole idea of changing your mind. It's written by Leonard Cohen. 1989, Berlin Wall Falls, right? And America, as we normally do, oh, we 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 step right into the pomp and circumstance. And you know, we were talking about you know spreading democracy all over the world and all these different things, totally ignoring you know the things that we do that aren't great. Well, Leonard Cohen started reflecting and was thinking, like, I don't buy into that idea, but but then where where then does if democracy was gonna come, where would it come from? So I want you to listen to the words of the song, I want you to listen where democracy comes from. All right, hit it.
4: Well, it's coming through a hole in the air, from those nights in Tiananmen Square. And it's coming from the field that this ain't exactly real or it's real but it ain't exactly there from the war against disorder from the sirens not in day from the fires of the homeless from the ashes of the gay democracy is coming to the U.S. Oh, it's coming from a crack in the wall On a visionary flood of alcohol And it's coming from the account of the sermon on the mound Which I don't in. To understand it all It's coming from the silence On the dock of the bay From the brave, the bold, the battered And the heart of Chevrolet Your democracy is coming To the USA See? sorrow in the street the holy places where the races meet from the homicidal bitching that goes down in every kitchen to determine who will serve and who will eat from the wells of disappointment where the women kneel to praise For the grace of God in the desert, here to the desert far away, oh, democracy is coming to the USA. Oh, it's coming to America first, the cradle of the best of the worst. And it's here they got the range and the machinery for change. And it's here they've got the spiritual thirst. And it's here the family's broken, and it's here the lonely say that the heart has got to open in a fundamental way. Oh, democracy is coming. To the U.S.A. Oh, sing along, sing along. Oh, mighty ship of state And to the shores of need Past the reefs of greed Through the squalls of You know what I mean I love the country But I can't stand the scene And I'm neither left nor right But I'm staying home tonight Getting lost in that hopeless little screen. But I'm stubborn as those garbage bags That time cannot decay Oh, I'm junk, but I'm still holding up this little wild bouquet. of oh, democracy is coming to the USA. To the USA.
3: May we be willing change our minds. Amen.
0: one, you have fed us in song, in silence, in word, and in community. And for that, we give you our thanks and our praise. Amen. Don't block your blessing. Go forth enfolded in the power of memory, of story, of song, freed from fear and stereotypes